The following is intended for entertainment only. No gambling takes place on this website. From his luxurious home studio overlooking Mountain Creek Lake in beautiful Dallas, Texas, it's Under the Table with Jason Ryan. Welcome into episode 18 of Under the Table. I am Jason Ryan. Sorry for the space in between shows, team. I did get some pics out there on the show's Twitter page. One day was horrible, and the other one was quite decent. Here we are, it's Friday, and it's going to be a great weekend. Let's get to your two stories. Two stories from the sports world. Associated Press, Tokyo, Japan. Only three months before the postponed Olympics are set to open, Tokyo and Japan's second largest metropolitan area of Osaka have been placed under emergency orders aimed at stemming surging cases of the coronavirus. The measures, which take place during Japan's Golden Week holiday period, are meant to limit travel and keep people out of public places. They are to end on May 11th, just ahead of a widely reported visit to Hiroshima by International Olympic Committee President Thomas Bach. Bach said this week that the visit, reported for May 17th through the 18th, is still in the, quote, planning phase. But Bach's presence was immediately criticized by opposition lawmakers who say the Olympics are being prioritized ahead of public safety. Quote, Japan should decide its own public health policies. There's no reason we should be told by Mr. Bach what to do, said Yurichiro Tamaki. Probably butchered the guy's name, but, you know, the head of the, the Democratic Party for the people. Bach said the duration of the state of emergency had nothing to do with his planned visit to the city where he would greet the Olympic torch relay. Hiroshima was destroyed in 1945 by the American detonation of an atomic bomb over the city, and is a favorite backdrop for visiting politicians and dignitaries. This state of emergency is absolutely in line with the overall policy of the government, Bach said, but it is not related to the Olympic Games. It is related to the Golden Week. Japan's third state of emergency is to include shutdown orders for bars, department stores, malls, theme parks, as well as theaters and museums. Even restaurants that do not serve alcohol are being asked to close early, as well as public transportation. Schools will stay open, but universities are asked to return to online classes. I hope that the situation is going to be better as soon as possible, Seiko Hashimoto, the president of the organizing committee, said today in an online briefing. In the NFL... At least one prominent NFL player really dislikes the NFL's rule change on jersey numbers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady, in his Instagram story posted yesterday, criticized the rule that eases restrictions on approved jersey numbers for positions that was passed on Wednesday. Good luck trying to block the right people now, Brady wrote in a caption in one image. Going to make it hard and make a lot of bad football. Make for a lot of bad football, that's the actual quote. The caption was superimposed on a table that showed the acceptable ranges of jersey numbers with the adopted rule. I spoke of this story in a recent episode. Quarterbacks, punters, and kickers are now eligible to wear 1 through 19. Defensive backs are eligible to wear 1 through 49. Running backs, fullbacks, tight ends, H-backs, and wide receivers are eligible to wear 1 through 49 and 80 to 89. Offensive linemen are eligible to wear 50 through 79. Defensive linemen are eligible to wear 50 through 79 and 90 through 99. And linebackers are eligible to wear 1 through 59 and 90 through 99. Later on in the day yesterday, Brady poked fun about his displeasure with the rule and posted a tweet in which he said, quote, would like to speak to the manager, please. No kidding, Karen Brady, we get it. You don't like the number rule. How about some history? This day in sports history, I'm leaving. In 1939, Boston Red Sox Ted Williams hits his first home run. 
1946, Brooklyn Dodger Ed Head. No hits, the Boston Braves, 5 0. 1950, Stanley Cup Finals, Olympia Stadium, Detroit, Michigan. Pete Babanda scores cup winning goal in double overtime of Game 7 as the Detroit Red Wings beat the New York Rangers 4 3 for a 4 3 series win. In 1954, Hammer and Hank Aaron hits his first home run of 755. 1964, Houston Colt 45's Ken Johnson becomes the first Major League pitcher to lose a nine-inning no-hitter. Reds win 1-0. 1989, Nolan Ryan blows a no-hitter in the ninth inning. Also in 1989, the NFL Draft, UCLA quarterback Troy Aikman, first pick by the Dallas Cowboys. And last year in the NFL Draft, LSU quarterback Joe Burrow was the first pick by the Cincinnati Bengals. Let's win some baseball money. Stay hot, Rocket. The MLB. Brewers and Cubs. Let's stick to the under nine and a half here. Oakland and Baltimore. A's on the money line in the over nine. The New York Mets and the Washingtons. Nothing jumps out here as far as tolls, except the over-under, be it that... DeGrom is pitching, so I'm going to carefully take the over seven here. Seattle and Boston. Let's play another over bet here at nine and a half. It's also at plus 100 at the moment, so even money is even better, I reckon. New York Yankees and Cleveland. Are the Yanks not sucking anymore? I bet if you ask a fan of the team, if they aren't in first place and 20 games ahead of the number two team, they would tell you they suck. But I like them going, giving one and a half to the Indians, and they'll cover it. Kansas City and Detroit. Just the under eight is sufficient here. Moving on to Tampa Bay. Toronto visiting the Rays. Tampa Bay on the money line in the over seven. Arizona and Atlanta. Keep your money on this game. LA via Anaheim and Houston. 80% of the action is on Houston and that's where we go too. Take them on the money line in the over eight. Texas and Chicago. Hammer Texas and that plus 136 money line. Pittsburgh and Minnesota. Just the over eight is the only play here. Nothing else is jumping out at me. Money is pretty even between the two teams in Vegas, so I think we'll just stay there. Cincinnati and the Cardinals. Kim versus Sonny Gray. Since he got swept this week, and they may be pissed. I like the Reds on the money line in the over 7.5. Philly and Colorado. Philly in the plus 105 money line is the one. Even though it's in Denver, I still like the visiting team's chances here. Miami and San Francisco. Over 7 and the 1.5. The Giants are giving the Marlins. Easy money. Finally... In baseball, the Padres are in Chavez Ravine to take on the Dodgers. The under 6.5 seems to be a good play because in the last series, they only covered the over once. I like the over because that's the law of averages, right? Over 7. Let's get the pucks. The National Hockey League. Five games. Let's get them all. Maybe. Flyers at the Rangers. Flyers on the money line at plus 225. Otherwise, this game would be boring. And that's coming from a hockey guy. Bruins and Sabres. Bruins on the money line in the under 5.5 for a plus 137 parlay. Predators and Blackhawks. Nashville has won four of the last five meetings, yet Chicago's the favorite, probably because they're at home. Take Nashville on the money line. In the Canadian League, Montreal and the Calgary Flames. Let's go with Calgary on the money line in the under 5.5. These northern teams seem to play defense up there. Unlike down here. It's easy to bet the over and not worry about it when each team scores six before the second intermission. Finally, Minnesota and L.A. Wild on the money line and L.A. getting one and a half. 25 individual bets and one parlay, which I've been pretty shitty at. Let's have a Friday, team. That's it for me. I'm going to go study the Constitution. Wait, sorry, the Kama Sutra. Good night and good luck.
Follow Jason Ryan and Under the Table on Twitter at Jason Ryan Radio and Under the Table DS. Follow DSP Media at DSP Media Online. The proceeding was intended for entertainment only. No gambling takes place on this website. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.